morning. Good morning. So we'll start with um, Exodus 20 today. And it starts with the statement that God spoke all these words. I thought it was interesting that God speaks and He wants us to know what He desires. He's not some mysterious force that we need to figure out. I think often we wonder what God's will is or we wonder what God wants from us, but it's really not a mystery. God already revealed Himself and His heart through His Word. He has already shown us how to relate to Him and with others and how to live. And I think often when we say things like that, we're not really interested in what God desires because if we are, then all we need to do is go to His Word. And then in verse 2, God reminds the people that He is the Lord their God who brought them out of slavery. So before he begins these Ten Commandments that are now so famous, he reminds them that he rescued them out of slavery, and now as people who are free, they will need to make their own choices. But there are choices that will result in their thriving, and choices that align with how they were created to live, but also choices that will enslave them to different taskmasters, choices that when made, it will not go well for them. Yeah, it's really interesting how God starts the Ten Commandments with a kind of preamble. And in a document like the Constitution, a, a preamble is an introductory statement that explains the purpose of that document and the underlying philosophy. And, uh, and looking at it from that point of view, I was able to see some pretty interesting things. First, uh, if God is serious here, right, these commandments then have to do with how to live life as a free people. And now they were no longer in bondage, then what kind of life are they supposed to live? Um, now that they're no longer slaves, making their own choices, how does God want them to live their lives? So the commandments start off with, they shall have no other gods before me. That's because there are no other gods. Only the Lord is God. Mm -hmm. He created them to worship only the true God and everything else they were supposed to steward and have dominion over. Mm -hmm. As slaves in Egypt, though, they were exposed to and probably forced to bow down to many other gods. But the Lord makes it clear here, there are no other gods. So as a free people, you need to worship the one true God. Yeah, the first three commandments, um, they have to do with idolatry, uh, not making carved images and things like that. And back in Egypt, they were probably forced to engage not just in the worship, but in the hard labor of making those monuments as well. Uh, monuments and statues and idols. So uh, I'm not sure how you thought of the first three commandments, but um, you know, I think they, they were pre pretty well received by the Israelites, I suspect. God also knew that um, there were some abhorrent things that were being practiced in the name of religion in the promised land where they were headed. And he didn't want the Israelites to go from being enslaved by one God right into being enslaved by another God. It's not like they intended to become idol worshippers, but just like it happened over hundreds of years in Egypt, it probably would take a few hundred more for a new God like say Baal to take the place of Ra and the other gods in Egypt, it wouldn't just happen overnight. And we see such wisdom in God and his commandments here. It just goes to show that sometimes we just need to think through the reasons for why God might communicate certain things to us. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was interesting that after this, he mentions idols, uh, that you shall not make for yourself a carved image and you shall not bow down to them or serve them. 
I think uh, we as human beings get enamored by the work of our hands. Uh, we become enamored by our accomplishments, by success, by recognition. And today we might not make carved images for ourselves, but in the same way, we tend to bow down to and serve things instead of the living God. And I was reminded of how, you know, some of those people who own fancy cars tend to park them far away, way out there, so that other cars won't ding their door. They take meticulous care of it, making sure they get that car regularly cleaned, not forgetting their maintenance schedules, etc. And we might not have fancy cars here at our church, but whatever we do bow down to and serve um, that is other than God is idolatry, and that is not how God intended for us to live. Yeah, well, then, t then taking the Lord's name in vain, uh, what's that one about? Um, I think as a free people, God wants them to know that they no longer have to live a dog-eat-dog -dog kind of life saying things that you don't mean and because you built up a certain reputation of saying things people don't believe you so what do you have to do to be credible call down curses upon yourself or swear on the name of the lord god himself taking the lord's name in vain god's just trying to communicate that there's a much better way letting your words have value in and of themselves letting your yes be yes and your no be no in other words being a person of integrity and i think that's uh, what this is about so then keeping the sabbath um in this world, everyone is looking for an edge, needing some way to get ahead. Um, not working one day means that you're going to get behind others a whole day. So it's really an act of trust to rest. It's an act of trusting that God will provide, trusting that our good doesn't come from getting one more day ahead of others, but our good comes from trusting that what the Lord says is good is good, and what He says is evil is evil. I think as slaves, they didn't have a choice. You know, they were forced into harsh labor, no days off, I'm sure. But as people freed by God, now He is inviting them to choose to trust in Him by keeping mm -hmm. the Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah, the Sabbath one's really interesting. This was probably another well-received command. There's no use in being free if you're now going to be enslaved by your greed or desire to get ahead. What about um, honoring your mother and father? Well, I was thinking about how in modern days we don't really do this one that well either. Uh, the reason being that beyond a certain age, an old person doesn't seem all that useful. And that was probably the case back then as well. It doesn't matter if they're the ones that hold the keys to stories passed on from one generation to the next. As slaves, their value and worth clearly diminished with age because they just can't produce much work. And this utilitarian point of view is clearly offensive to God, with the end result being a people who don't have much wisdom because that wisdom isn't being passed on from generation to generation. And then there's uh, all, all these other ones, right? Murder, lying, theft, adultery, all sins that we could easily imagine people having all kinds of excuses for as slaves, saying, man, my life is really hard. That Egyptian guy had it coming. I mean, doesn't he know how hard my life is as a slave? They might say something like, it was just a little white lie. I was just trying to make things work. I just had to survive. And now God is just reminding the Israelites, that's not the situation anymore. They're no longer slaves. They're free to love God and then to love people. As a free people, God teaches these former slaves the choices that will bring thriving in their lives, in their relationship with Him, and in their relationship with one another. I think, and as Christians, we are people who have been freed from the bondage of sin, and God has given us His Word to show us the way. We have the same opportunities today to choose to trust and obey and experience the abundant life God desires for us to live. So I just wanted to appreciate these commandments, that um, they aren't 
just things that, that he wants us to do to exert control over us, but because this is the way of life and the way of human thriving. So let us obey as we remember that he is the Lord who brought each of us out of the bondage of sin and death. All right. Well, that's it for us today. We'll okay. see you again next time. Have a good day. Bye.